0: my assignment today is to finish this message the message that I began two weeks ago the message is just when God says no from the time that I preached that message to today there has been an upset amongst believers it's been an upset amongst believers and there was a there was an onslaught of responses that was saying that that's a lie that God does not say no and I don't I don't I don't I don't belittle their opinion I respect their opinion I don't say this to mock or malign them for what they said they said out of earnest but you can be earnestly wrong oh I don't hear anybody if you believe that the only thing that God says is yes then you don't know him and this does not mean that you're not saved it just means that you haven't really experienced the fatherhood of God he is not just a deity that is that is a a modern day genie in the lamp He is not a magical creature who has been given to us to grant our heart's desire. If you believe that God does not say no, then you have not learned the fatherhood of God. And anyone who's a father in the room or a mother, you understand the parentage that is needed in order to raise a strong and balanced child. And no matter how opulent your home is, you could have been born into the greatest wealth that there is on earth. There's still an obligation to raise your child with balance. Privilege does not take away the responsibility of balance. Oh, please hear me. And and when you have that wonderful, precious life that you birthed, either through your body or through adoption. When you hold the responsibility of life it comes with responsibility and obligation amen and just as it is in the natural it is in the spirit for we get our parentage from the father himself we learn parenting From the Father himself. He put in every one of us that bear or or went and got children. He put this mechanism. This imitation of him. This ability to love unconditionally. That we never had before. For indeed you did not know how to love. Until... You had that wonderful child the love of a father and a mother the love of a husband and a wife is one thing but when that husband and wife bring forth a child there's another level of love that sobers the parents that prepares the parents mentality That shifts the parents' parents' ability to function. It shifts their functionality. For what you could do loosely before, you can do no more. Because of your responsibility. God is not obligated to give us whatever we want. for man is not sovereign should man be sovereign then God would be obligated to us but because God is sovereign and that word sovereign simply means he is above anyone's opinion He can do whatever he wants to do whenever he wants to do it wherever he wants to do it through whomever he wants to do it however he wants to do it that is the sovereignty of God and none of the creation can look at him and ask him why he's done so none created can look at God and say why have you done so God does not answer to man we answer to God God will give answers to men but he does not answer to men there's a big difference giving an answer to a question is giving you information but answering to you means I got to give account to you God doesn't have to give an account He is above reproach, everything God does, he does it, he does it well, there's no oversight of God, there's no one looking over his shoulder to examine how he does anything, he is sovereign, he is God, his word is final, his word is law, he makes a decree, And we declare what he has decreed. Let me tell you now, I'm gonna be about 15 minutes longer than I should be. And when we're dealing with God, we cannot deal with him with our anthropomorphic thought. That's just a big word to say. We can't deal with him and make him think like man, we can't deal with him and bring him down to our understanding we must go up to his we have to understand that God is past the boundaries of our capacity God is past the boundaries of our finite living God is infinite infinite and there is no measure to his power there is no limit to his love you better hear what I'm saying and he has A plan. And all things must go according to God's plan. The title of this message is When God Says No.
1: Ah.
0: There's a time in life where our flesh and our desires interfere with the plan and the will of God. There's a time when our flesh and desire. Marlene, just come and sit right here for me. There's a time when our flesh and our desires interfere with God's will and God's plan. Amen. Amen. Irene, could I just bother you for a minute? Could you just come sit right here for me? I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm just following the Lord. And when, and when we get to a point where our will and our way prohibits God from doing what he wants to do, God will answer with no. God will, without fail, say no. God, without any remorse, without any concern about the pain that it causes, Will say no. Paul in the second in Second Corinthians, Paul put it like this. Second Corinthians, about the 12th chapter, the first verse says, It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I don't have a right to glory in my flesh. It is not expedient for me, doubtless, to glory. I will come to visions and revelations. By the Lord. The Lord will give me the vision. The Lord will give me the revelation. I don't have it in myself. I don't have it in myself. I'm prophet this, I'm prophetess that. You don't have anything. Your title doesn't mean anything. If God doesn't give the word, then you are just making noise. If God doesn't give the word, then you are just lying to the people to make yourself look great. not expedient that I glory in my flesh. I got I got to go according to the vision and the revelation of God. I got to go according to the visions and the revelations of the Lord. Uh. And the next verse simply says, "I knew a man in Christ for about fourteen years, whether in the body I cannot tell, or out of the body I I cannot tell. God knows, but." but such a man was caught up into the third heaven one day and I knew such a man whether in the body or out of the body I cannot tell God knows how that he was caught up into paradise this man is talking about himself hallelujah caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words which is not lawful for a man to utter of such a one will I glory yet of myself in this flesh I will not glory but I will glory in what I got to suffer in order to make that mark of such a one I will will glory yet of myself I will not glory but in my infirmities for though I would desire to glory and talk about how great I am I shall not be a fool because I know that I'm not great in myself (laughs) for I will say the truth but now I forbear I'm going to hold back lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be or that he heareth of me Stop right there he said I'm not going to glory about my powers my achievements my education, my abilities the anointing that I carry I'm not going because people are gullible and people will start to praise me because of the power of God they will take the attention off of God and they will put it on the vessel that's why you got to be careful how you how you see people. Because you will attribute the power to them. Oh, prophet has told me this. Oh, prophet told me that. It's not the messenger, it's the message. I don't hear anybody. When you take the vision off of God and put it on the messenger, it's like praising the mailman for bringing you your mail. The mailman has a job, his job is to deliver the message from the author to you and to take no glory for him or herself. I grow tired of seeing how people praise the vessel and how the vessel takes advantage of the gullibility of the people if I'm the woman of God if I'm the man of God if you are hush and only speak what God told you to speak you don't proclaim yourself you don't proclaim your position God establishes that your obedience to him establishes who you are without your proclamation I know this is rattling a lot of cages right now. And that's what I came to do. I came to rattle up some cages. Came. In the words of Elder Collins, I'm Dick Tracy. I come to make a bust. But it's time for us to deal with the, with the, with the wranglings of what we're looking at. And call them right, right and wrong, wrong. Let me go back to the scriptures. Lest I should be exalted above measure because of the revelation that God gave me. Lest I should be exalted above measure because of how God uses me. Lest I should be exalted above measure because of the position that I'm in. Lest I should be exalted and conceited and puffed up and above measure because of how God speaks to me. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh (laughs) there is given to me a thorn in the flesh the messenger of Satan to buffet me lest I should be conceited above measure lest I should be so arrogant above measure lest I should be exalted to a position that's only God's. So God allowed some things to happen to make sure that my bubble was burst, to make sure that my head was small, to make sure that I saw myself as small in my own eyes. Y'all not hearing me. God put some things in place. He sets up some no's to keep you in line and to save your life and then Paul said for this thing I went and besought the Lord three times I went to God and said take it away God I went to God and said please relieve me of this I went to God and said deliver me from this three times I went before God and travail." That this might depart from me. And God did not say, okay. And God did not say, yes. God said, no. I'm gonna leave this right here. Why? If you delivered me, I could serve you better. No. I'm gonna leave this right here. But it's a thorn. I know. And I'm gonna leave it right here. When God says no, it's to save our lives. He said unto me, my grace will be sufficient. My grace is enough to get you through. My supernatural ability, my supernatural ability in your natural problem will be enough. It's not going to take the thorn away because I said no. But it's going to give you the power to withstand. It's going to give you the experience to overcome. Y'all miss that. It's going to give you, you need that thorn for an experience so you can overcome by your faith. Grace gives you the supernatural ability to do what you could not do in the natural. Somebody holler, grace! He said, my grace is sufficient in this problem. I'm not going to take away my problem. I'm not going to take away that problem. I'm going to just give you grace in the problem. I'm not going to take it away. He said, and my strength is made perfect. I perfect my strength in you, in your weakness. And then he said, Fred Downs, he said, so when I am weak, I am really strong. Because the strength is not my own. The strength comes from God. So God's know gives me strength. Y'all not hearing me. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. And my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So Paul said, I gladly, I most gladly therefore, will rather to glory in my infirmities he said if you're not going to take it away i'm going to find glory in this struggle if you said no then you're going to make me somebody great in this struggle so i will glory in this situation i will find glory to give to god in this trouble i will glory With this thorn, I will glory with God's no. I will glory when God says no. I will give God praise for his life-saving no. I will give God honor for his faith-increasing no. I will worship God. When he says, no. For his no is purposeful. God never gives a no just to cause pain. But his no is purposeful. Oh, I wish I could get through to you. His no is purposeful. In the book of Second Samuel, uh, about the 12th chapter of Second Samuel, you find a no. This is for those of you that are watching that says God does not say no. In the book of 2 Samuel you'll find David after he's laid with Bathsheba and and Bathsheba is impregnated with a child and the child is born but then God said no. Sickness came upon the child and David lay in sackcloth and ashes and he prayed he prayed for the child's healing he prayed for the child's healing and when he prayed God said no and he stayed in sackcloth and ashes and God said no and no matter how long he fasted and no matter how fervent his prayer it did not change god's mind because your spiritual uh, your spiritual activity cannot change the will of god you can't use faith of god against god's word I'll say that again you can't use your faith against God's word and he fasted and prayed and then one day he saw the servants whispering and Dave, and Dave asked the question he said is my son dead? and they said yes sir And then he washed his face, he got up and ate, because he appreciated God's no, it didn't feel good, it didn't feel good, but God's no is made to disappoint the will of man. God's no is to disappoint your will this is what the Lord told me the other day he said my no is to cause disappointment because what you were looking for I had not planned what you were expecting I didn't give you that expectation you you you, you circumvented me so that you could fulfill your own desire And your desire fooled you. Your heart lied to you. And so my no will not change even if it breaks your heart. How many of us prayed over loved ones as they lay sick? And we believed and we called on the rest of the saints to believe and came to the hospital and laid hands and prayed and and prayed God heal God raise her up raise Sherry up heal Olivia help my mother how we prayed and we believed but God has the final say God said no but God, I'm asking for healing. You said if I ask anything according to your will. According to my will. God, let her live. No, she's coming home. When God says no. No, she's coming home. God, I pray extended days. I said no. And there's no amount of prayer you can pray that will cause me to change my mind. Uh-uh. You got a little somber in here because there's a lot of us that prayed and asked God to extend life and they died and it broke our hearts but it increased our faith it caused us to look at God and say I can't question you although I would have wanted it to go another way (laughs) your will is all that matters and just like Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane God if it's possible let this cup pass from me and God said no for if you let this cup pass then all mankind dies when God says and they leave and they go into eternity we mourn but we learn to accept God's no my yes would have kept them here in pain just to please my desire if God would have listened to me they would have suffered longer if God had listened to me in my finite thinking they would have never got to see him face to face and then God had to let me know they rejoiced over his no this blew my mind Marlene My loved ones that died rejoiced because he said no to my request. For it freed them to go into eternity. It freed them to experience the joy of the Lord. God's no is disappointment. The Bible said the psalmist wrote, the psalmist wrote, the very psalmist that sat in ashes asking for the life of his child. He wrote this, Psalm 115. He said, but our God, our God. Go back to Psalm 115 and 1. Go to 1. I got to read 1. Not unto us, O Lord. Not unto us, but unto your name that unto your name we give glory not according to our desires not unto us not according to our will not unto us but we've come to agree we've come to understand that if we're christian that it's all about god's will it's not about our wants it's about god's will i'll say it again it's not about our wants it's about god's will Come on, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up, mature. He's got a will. His plan is everything. His purpose must be fulfilled. And His way is the right way. Even if it breaks our heart, it's the right way. And in our maturity, in our maturation, we've learned how to cry and praise at the same time. We've learned how to hurt and worship at the same time. We've learned how to let go and cling to him at the same time. When God says, no, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto your name, we give glory. Because of your mercy, we give glory. For your truth's sake, we give glory. Come on. Wherefore should we... Wherefore wherefore should the heathen say if we don't praise God then the heathens are going to say where now is your God if we don't praise God in everything we go through they're going to say oh I thought you believed so much in God what happened that, that problem was too hard that problem was too difficult your God didn't come through no my dear I'm going to praise him through everything I go through and even if he says no I'll cry my tears, I'll wipe my eyes, I'll square my shoulders, I'll raise my hands, and I'll give him praise for his no. Or somebody just put a praise right here. The heathens would say if we fail to praise God, the heathens will say, Where's your God? But I got news for everyone that's watching me. My God is in the heavens he hasn't lost his control he hasn't lost his position my God is eternal in the heavens my God fills all things with his power power. my God is omnipresent my God is everywhere at the same time my God is in the heavens he has done this is what you got to get to he has done what whatsoever whatsoever he has pleased he's not obligated to our our desires he has done whatsoever he hath pleased this is the writing of David, this is the song of David then Solomon comes right behind it in Ecclesiastes the son of David comes right behind him in Ecclesiastes and he rehearses what his father said He speaks from a point of royalty. He speaks understanding the machinations of a king. He says be not hasty to go outside of the parameters of the king. Be not hasty to do your own thing and go outside of the confines of the king's ruling. I don't hear anybody. Don't try to make it work out if the king has said no. be not hasty to go out of his sight stand not in your own evil do not stand in an evil thing don't leave his will don't leave his will because as soon as you leave God says no Well, I want to do this myself. No. And if you go past his no with your free will, you will suffer the consequence, but he will not change his mind. I've got to close. Be not hasty to do your own thing outside of the will of God. And don't stand in your own evil thing. For God, he repeats the song of his father. For he... he doeth whatsoever pleases him the father passed this down to the son and the son remembered the teaching of his father and he remembered it because he did his own thing and it went sour and God didn't change his mind When God says no to a relationship, He sees down the road. you see the here and now, and love has blinded you and your heart has deceived you. Love in your heart sometimes are a two-point enemy that hurts bad. Sometimes love and your heart jump you.. Sometimes your heart says, yes, love is looming and, and, you, ah, and you become infatuated and blinded And you forget that your love mechanism is faulted and your heart is a liar And you've got to go to the one who knows You've got to go to the one who will vet that person Who knows their end from the beginning. you got to go to somebody who will go past your emotion. And go into your spirit man. And let you know that they may be good to you. But they're not good for you. But I'm in love. What's. Love. Got to. Do. With it. And you make your decision based on your desire and god says i will not change my mind and you circumvent his no well god the bible said marriage is honorable and all but his no is to save your life doesn't change the fact that marriage is honorable but marriage to the wrong person is hell I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand to that one the brokenness of our heart the tearing of the fabric of marriage you know a divorce doesn't tear at the seam it rips the middle of the garment if it tore at the seam you could sew it back up again but when you tear a garment in the middle of it you can't help but see that that, that rift, that scar and that's what happens When you put love over God's will. When you put love over God's no. I'm talking to everybody in this room. Talking to everybody watching. God says no to someone that you've hooked your heart up to. He's not going to change because he feels sympathetic to your desire. His Obligation as parent is to save your life and to make sure you get the best in life. Yo, I'm almost, I'm almost at one o'clock. To make sure you get the best in life. Well, I think she's the best. Your thoughts are not his thoughts. Your ways are not His way. Well, she's She she, she, she looked good. That comes off after marriage. She can't stay in that wig and weave. That ain't her real skin color. That's Mac number five. Her hair ain't really that blonde. And her eyebrows don't go all the way up here. I'm just saying. The weave may be Brazilian and straight, But there's something under there sewed up. There's something under there sewed up. I'm not trying to lose the sanctity of what I'm preaching, but... You know, in this modern-day society, you don't know what you're getting. You have no clue. She get home and go, and then... She be gumming that food. Yeah, I'm just saying. You don't know what you get. Your heart will to see. <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a spiritual service. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying we make the wrong our heart will lead us wrong. If I ask everybody in this room your heart led you in a wrong relationship some point in your life. You hooked up with the wrong person based on your desire and if you had listened to God you would have never had to suffer that hurt. And let me stop. I gotta stop now. But in the rules of handball, we New Yorkers, we 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 play handball. You know, Africa don't stand. It's okay. In the rules of handball is you can never make a bad ball good if something is hit out of bounds you can't run out of bounds and hit it back and think that it's good if God says no to something you can't run outside of his no and think that you can make that no a yes you suffer the consequence you suffer the consequence you can't just do it your way well God knows I love her and we just, we, you know, we, we ain't got to be married to live with each other. I love her. That's my wifey. That's my wifey. That's not your wifey. That's your whorey. Mask off. That's not your wifey. That's your whore. Because when you do things outside of God's will, you can't make it good. Yeah, I'm talking about you. If the shoe fits, and it's, it's imperative that somebody tells you that God's no is no. can't make God agree to your will your will is flawed your will is faulted your will is outside of his purpose for your life his will is all and in all. so we have learned how to say yes to God's no we've learned how to live according to his ordinances we've learned how to govern ourselves according to his mind His choice is the only right choice. The only right choice is God. So if he says no to my desire, I raise my hand and say, yes, Lord. My request, I say, yes, Lord. I learn to let go of my my, my thoughts when it comes to God. I've learned to let them go and trust the mind of God. As I said before, it hurt to the depth of my core to say goodbye to my mother and father the same year. It hurt to say goodbye to my cousin the same year. It hurt to say goodbye to my sister two years later and my uncle a month after. It hurt to say goodbye to my 13-year-old niece who just died and didn't, just went to bed and didn't wake up. The prayers that we pray, I expected God to say, according to your faith, so be it. That's what I expected. But my expectation has got to always have that, 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 that loophole. My expectations cannot be ironclad except to believe that God is sovereign. And that what he wills is all that matters. I know I'm over time. I know I am. And I will end right here. But with every one of those prayers that I prayed for the 14 members of my family that went to heaven in five year time, back to back, laying there watching my mother's heart race and then drop seeing the shell of her laying on the bed and praying God please and then the hope of a steady heartbeat oh yes and then the seed go erratic again the roller coaster my sister Marlene is my hero because she saw it from the very beginning And for us to lay there and pray and call on the prayer warriors to join us. After all, I saw God raise Ronald Winans from the dead. Heart outside of his body, raise him back up again. I'm sure he can do the same thing here. But it's the will of God that will, the will of God that will prove what is It's supposed to happen and just because it happened with Ronald doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna happen here if God said no sitting on my bedside at the Stellar Awards about to go and perform about to go stand on stage and sing I got the text she's gone What? She's gone. Suit tie. Tears. My mother. Mom. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. This is what I quoted at the bedside. Knowing that I got to still go out and perform. I got to trust God's no. know. He didn't want her to stay. And he went past my will. That his will would be accomplished. Tears can dry. Hearts can mend. His will cannot change. So I accepted God's no. I went out on stage and sang with Pastor Wine. And Donnie, you okay? Have to be. I got to learn how to take this from His hand, just like I take the good. Day by day, and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here. Trusting in the Father's wise bestowment, I have no cause to worry or to fear. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. He whose heart is kind beyond. Gives unto each day what he deems best So lovingly It's part of pain and pleasure God mingles toil With peace and with rest So help me Lord when my toil and trouble meeting help me take it from the Father's hand help me take toil and trouble when it comes my way one by one each day each moment fleeting until I reach The promised land. Then my nephew dies at 18 on his bed, just sleeping. Day by day. Then my grandmother dies. And with each passing moment, then my uncle who just came back in our lives died. Strength we find to meet our trials here still trusting in the father's wise bestowments anybody who can praise god in the middle of your hurt can you praise him in the middle of his no we have no cause to worry or to fear i want you to memorize this hymn for he whose heart is kind He gives unto every day whatever he deems best. Whatever he deems best. So lovingly. Everyone standing, I gotta go. It's part of pain and pleasure. God mingles toil with peace and with. For every one of you that have had to deal with god's know and it broke your heart and your heart is still broken i want you to come down here right now that you haven't been able to wrap your mind around the know of god come now come quickly quickly help me lord with my toil and troubles meeting help me take it from the father's hand Oh, from the Father's hand, one by one, every no, each day, each moment, pleading, until I reach the promised land. Those of you that have come down, I want you to stretch out, just stretch out, because some of you may need some room to cry. Because the know of God can break our hearts. It can. But God doesn't mind us going through the pain so that he can replace it with what's best for us. And we must admit we don't know what's best. We don't know. We thought we did. He thought better. So raise both of your hands to God let the tears fall if they do and the brokenness of your heart the emptiness of the loss instead of getting angry with God trust him as a father he's your father and know that God is never going to do anything but the best for you and all that love him So what if I don't think it was best for me, but it was best for the one that I wanted to stay? I got to learn how to let it go and trust God. Raise those hands. Father, I've preached what you've told me to preach. I've preached what you told me to preach. Hallelujah. And your will is all Your will means everything. Help us accept your no. And help us to put our trust in you for our healing in the future. The healing of our brokenness in the future. We yield to you, Jesus. Have your way. Loving Father, you who loves us with an everlasting love. We trust you. We don't always understand you but we trust you we trust you with our heart we trust you with our lives and every emptiness you will fill it with your love so do so as we stand before you with our hands lifted and elevated heal our broken hearts heal our disappointments From hearing you say, no, we accept your sovereignty. We accept your will. To God be the glory. We are mature enough to accept what you say. We accept your yes readily. We will accept your no readily. To God be the glory. I pray for the healing of every disappointment here I pray Lord God for the restoration of the the heart here in the name of Jesus Christ and I pray that love would cause them to grow through this and to trust you all the more we yield to you Lord God for you are sovereign in your choices and for this we say thank you Lord Jesus we are in relationship and we say thank you everyone say thank you Jesus thank you Jesus for all of the nose, thank you, Jesus. We will live through this to your glory. Amen. Return to your seats, praising God for a newness in life. Hallelujah. Oh no. No. Oh. God said. God said, I wrote this song just before we started. Said no, no. You said, God said no. Yes, God said, everybody said. A song like this before, but this is for mature Christians only. this. Is, this is this is a grown-up song. This ain't a song for kids. This is a song for those who sit back and say, "I trust you." It may hurt sometimes, but I trust you. I may not agree, but I trust you. Oh, God say Say não now, department he has served 20 years on the finance department he has served 20 years on the board of directors and I just want to give him his flowers and his balloons while he can smell them and see them and we're going to give him a blessing how old are you 71 years old I'll give him 700 pennies because you know pennies are hard to find so we're gonna give him a gift of seven hundred and ten dollars Ebony just fainted, Ebony just fainted, but for someone who has been serving in this ministry for this long, never received anything and never stopped serving, amen? So we're going to bless him with $710 times 10, whatever that number is, praise the Lord. And we want to thank God for such a faithful man letting us use Pastor Wes all this time. Somebody praise God for Daddy West. Get on out of here. We got to go home. All right, we got to go home. Listen, stop. We are not going to go back into two and a half hour services ever again. Today is an exception because the Holy Ghost hit so hard at the beginning. I don't make apologies, but it is a blessing to have the power of God move in this house. So to God be the glory. If you prayed that prayer with us for healing of your heart and acceptance of God's no, I want you to type, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is there anybody in this room today that wants to give their heart to the Lord? Is there anybody? If you want to give your heart to the Lord, raise your hand right quick. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Somebody will come to you. Hallelujah. Somebody, that's right. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's my boy. Come here, brother. Somebody give God a praise here. Somebody, everybody, everybody. Praise God for Joseph PFC He said He said am I baptizing today I'm going to tell you what Joseph You come back here next week I will have a pool Either that pool or we'll get a pool together Next Sunday Next Sunday Next Sunday Sunday. Sunday. Alright now I'm looking for you Okay next Sunday Joe, don't leave me. What's your name? Uh Huh? Don't leave me, Joe. Don't leave me. Chante, how old are you, sweetheart? God bless you. God heal you from your broken heart and from the things that you've had to endure. God give you new life. God take away depression and lift your heart. God heal the brokenness of the losses. In the name of Jesus Christ, God give you brand new life. What is your name, sweetheart? Huh? Avery. Avery. And God do the same in you. And what is your name, dear? Jamie. And God do the same in you, Jamie. Come, come, come on, baby, come on. And what is your name? Huh? Brianna and God do the same for you and you too, young mister. God bless you, Julian. Listen to me. Listen to me. Move this for me. Move this stuff. Listen to me. There is nothing but love in Jesus. And you don't have to be perfect, He perfects us as we go. So, all of you, you've come at the right time. And I want you to make sure that you come back because there's a lot more that I want you to learn. And we want to serve you. We want to help you. We want to make sure that your life has the right course. Amen. Amen. So, oh, somebody else, come on. I told you today was a different Sunday. Man, what is your name? Tamal? And what is your name, beauty? Alexandria? Hey, Christian. He said, yeah. I'm telling you, this is, you're about to make me cry. And the reason why is because there's such a special calling on your life. And you have been running into everything but God. And this, God God has really captured your heart because you're gonna be key in so many people finding true help and true hope and true love. Somehow because of what you didn't have before, you're gonna get more of it now. God's gonna give you the power to love on other people in his name. Now, y'all together, Y'all not together? Y'all sure? Okay. Don't be. Don't be. All right, Christian. You have to keep this together, man. Keep this together. Where do you guys live? Are y'all free borders? Where y'all been all this time? I need to come. I need to. I need to come and and break a window out your house. But I probably get beat up and go to jail. But see, but God sent you here, and God has a plan for your lives. Where do you live? Huh? Texas? Huh? Uniondale? Bayshore? Uniondale? Uniondale? And somebody all the way from Texas. Hey, Joseph, where where do you live, man? Free point. where, where are you going, Joseph? Stop throwing out the street signs. Where's this? Oh Jesus, he got ice on his finger. He said, "That's real ice dripping." <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! But this is beautiful welcome to the body of christ your life will never be the same now real quickly real quickly Tamel, all y'all real quickly they're going to take you down to the lower level they're going to talk to you real quickly and when they do they're going to give you some information but i want to see you uniondale basher and freeporters here next week and you know i'm looking for you i'm looking for you and when you go back to texas Stay as long as you want We got something for you Amen Turn around and follow Pastor West real quick Just follow her real quickly Sweet and Somebody praise God like you're glad about this Alright, stop No, no, I talked to musicians Alright, we're going home To every one of you that have stayed with us for the last two and a half hours, I make a vow to you. This is the last two and a half hour service that I can think of unless the Holy Ghost says different. Because next service is going to be five hours, no I'm just kidding, just kidding. I love you all, keep me in your prayers. Something On this Saturday coming we are going to have our second and final audition for the Kingdom Call. I want to congratulate Kiara Sheard on a wonderful live recording yesterday down in Atlanta. Uh, hey, come on here. And on this Saturday, come here, at four o'clock right here, singers and musicians that want to be a part of this kingdom call that are anointed for this, that have an exceptional voice. I want you to go to our website, go to our kingdom call registration website www.kingdomcall.live go and register there There you must register www.kingdomcall.live and i want you to register today because on thursday will be the last day that you can register so please register while it's still fresh in your mind www.kingdomcall.live if you're an exceptional singer not just somebody who wants to sing an exceptional, skillful singer, if you're an exceptional musician, not just somebody who can play chopsticks, but somebody that's an exceptional musician, and you want to be a part of this worship experience we're about to happen, I want you to make sure you go to our website, www.kingdomcall.live and register. You must be a New York, New Jersey resident. There ain't no sense you're registering from Africa, because you can't make the rehearsals. There is no Zoom audition. You got to be here. You got to be in it to worship with us. Amen. 18 years old and over. Register today. The last day of registration will be Thursday night at midnight. So make sure you register now. I've kept you too long and the cameramen are going to charge me overtime now because of this. And we're going to pay Dave more than two pennies. We're going to give him seven cents. Jesus' name. Amen. I love you all. Until we meet again, when God says no and God closes the door, stop knocking on it. His no is no. In Jesus' name. I love you. From a perfecting faith church where ministry means people, walk in the favor of God.